0: Welcome to this week's sermon from Heights Worship Center. We believe God has something for you today. We hope this message encourages and inspires you. Thank you, Pastor Adon. You know, whether you can preach or not, the Holy Spirit completes the whole message into our hearts. And I'm so confident that he will continually do that. Well, thank you for praying for all the pastors, not only for us here, but in this campus. I believe that it's a new thing that the Holy Spirit is going to do among us in this locality. So be ready for the move of the Holy Spirit, how he breaks some of your own walls. Because something you have never seen before, or I have never seen before, being in ministry for more than 45 years, you, you seem to say, I've seen it all. But hey... You know, Holy Spirit surprises you for the many other things that He would want to do fresh and new today. Bow your heads in the word of prayer. Jesus, I begin to thank you that your word, hallelujah, from the very foundation of the earth has been settled, has been ordered, has been commanded. So today we receive it to be able to concretize our own lives and be grounded and founded in your word for this we pray and ask in jesus name amen there's a lot of historical situation and different dates that has passed by in this month of november just like uh, september 24 was the day of atonement september 17 not our anniversary but when i was preaching that sunday It was Constitution Day. I just discovered that later on, that when we released the message about the birth of America by prayer in Cape Henry, that that was the Constitution Day. And so thinking about the framework on how the forefathers of America framed the Constitution of America, it was based on the Word of God. And if you would be able to take time to study, there are extraction of biblical wordings and passages, phrases embedded into the Constitution that somehow when you read the Constitution of America, you're breathing you're bringing up the word of god so there is no mistake why god allowed the people to discover or find america as a new settlement not just for worship but to birth it for the kingdom of god purpose so all of us that had come here to america or born in america was birthed into the purpose of god can you say amen to that no accident then that all of us here today would have to hear the word because then we are renewing our commitment and guess what because that commitment not is only not for america watch this but for the kingdom of god around the world so wherever the gospel is being preached by those that had come from this land, you know, it will not only preach the destiny that God has given to America, but the destiny of the kingdom of God. So we went through the different verses you know, using the covenant prayer. Can we flash on the screen again, please? The covenant prayer. And for many of you who didn't see the the video or the photos at the beginning, you know, you can refer to the preaching that had happened on September 17. All right, here we go. So, they prayed the prayer and dedicated the land and say we do hereby dedicate this land and ourselves reach the people within this shores with the gospel of jesus christ and to raise up godly generation after us and with this generation Take the kingdom of God to all the earth. May this covenant of dedication remain in all generations as long as this earth remains. And may this land, America, along with England, be evangelist to the world. May all who see this cross of which they planted in Cape Henry see this cross. Remember what we have done here. And may those who come... My great move to America who come here to inhabit joined us in the covenant. So we are joining into that covenant and this most noble work that the holy scriptures may be fulfilled. Could you imagine prayed April 26 1607. That was the first prayer prayed in the soil of America. This was the first prophetic word that God heard, and that's the reason why you're here. That's the reason why you're born in America. That's the reason why you and I have a destiny to fulfill the prophetic word, the prayer, the desire of those that step in into the shores of America to decree and declare this purpose in their hearts. So we dealt with three last Sunday, the dedication, number two, the direction, and number three, the discipleship. Why discipleship? It says to raise up godly generations. And we dealt with a verse Which is in Deuteronomy 32 Verse 7 and 8 Let me read Remember the days long ago Think about the generations past Ask your father And he will inform you Inquire of your elders And they will tell you So that's discipleship Parental rights and duties We are being commanded Parents give me a wave Who, parents Parental rights and duties, that's yours. The government is not gonna take that away from you. Sacramento, California is not gonna legislate anything to take parental rights over the children. Everybody hearing me? Don't be surprised what natural government is trying to shake you off of your right over your children. Because they would want to surprise you one day and say, we have more right than you, parents. I'm waking you up right now. And don't be surprised. I'm not trying to be political here. I'm trying to be prophetic according to the word of God. And so if that was the prayer, because the spirit of the Lord understands already something that which of the enemy will try to steal our children from us. So parents, whatever happened in school, you will not be informed. If a child would be able to choose and say, oh, I, I need a, a gender assignment. No, they won't inform you. But because of this, God is going to alert you continually and be watchful, okay, and be engaged. So participate with your kids in school. So why? Because it's discipleship. Discipleship is not only in church. Discipleship is also in the community. In what it is to have open ears and eyes to watch is, what is happening in society today. Because parents, you had been designated as the first teachers of your own children. So, second to that, it says that, and there is assigned places. Okay. On verse Deuteronomy 32, 7 and 8. Ask your father and will inform you. Inquire of your elders and they will tell you. When the most high assigned lands to the nation. When they divided up human race. What's that? There are assignment to lands and people. The Bible has assigned people to land. So that means you are guardians and as to your assigned territory. Assigned borders, assigned land, air, and sea. You've got to be listening with not only two ears. You've got to be listening in the spirit. Where I'm going to Asia, where there is a dispute in the China Sea, Philippine Sea. Everybody is grabbing those territories. But if it God assigned that to the Philippines, nobody grabs that. Everybody understanding me? Are you aware of this conflict? And that's the reason why we're going to Taiwan, because there was an assignment for people. Who's going to be there? And nobody's going to kick them out. Because there has been strong foundations of many things spoken, you know, for their purpose. And God, who made those assignments? God. At the end of the verse, where was that decided? In the heavenly courts. Anybody want to go against the heavenly courts? Okay, anybody wants to attempt? Any president or prime minister who wants to attempt to come against the heavenly court? Okay, so here we go. Number three, you're not only guardians of those territory and say assign land and nation and be... And then he said when he divided up the human race to be responsible so there is a distinct human race assignment so thank God for the diversity and our diversity is a holy assignment are are you beginning to think I'm proud that I could be a Filipino American I'm proud to be whatever my roots you know Hispanic American Who assigned me there? God. So why change it? It runs in your blood. But that's the beauty of how God is so diverse. And who made that assignment and who decided that? Again, in the heavenly court, right? And so we see this, that the distinct human race has been assigned to territory. It's just like there are different distinct systems in your one body our body has different parts and system but what do they do together they work to compose this whole body same thing with the whole earth so we are all good stewards of this what god has entrusted to us just remember that each human race that god has assigned to a distinct territory for there are boundaries. Instead, he established boundaries of people's according to their number. I mean, the scripture is so precise in being able not only to assign people in their, and races in their different territories, but at the same time, there are boundaries. So we honor and respect boundaries and we protect them. Okay. And so why? Because it is a boundary God had set for tribes, nation, language, and people. Our visit to Taiwan would involve praying with the aboriginal people of Taiwan. That means we're going to do a little mountain climbing. Whew, I'm practicing my niece now. But we're going to meet some of the tribal folks. Why? Because when the first gospel was preached by Dutch people, by Netherlands, in Taiwan, they didn't go to the big cities. They went to the mountain people. So the first people who received the gospel in Taiwan were the mountain people. And guess what? They kept the faith, as well as of their culture. And so there is a rich heritage of the Christian testimony of the gospel, okay? And and furthermore, we we see that this is the way how we had been designated and assigned in our respective boundaries according to our number. Because God decided this in his and established this in his heavenly court. I went through all of that because that's where we left off. But did the discipleship, and that's just number three, because we are to raise up a godly generation, and raising up a godly generation starts in our own family. So if you're endeavoring in marriage to start your own family, begin to be thinking about The mandate god has given you because as a couple start their family together you're starting a separate family unit to follow the destiny that god has given for you both as well as responsibility for the offspring that god would bring to your seed so god established that in his heavenly court for your assignment last scripture maybe in the discipleship but not all generation heard God. Judges 2, 10 to 12. Judges 2, 10 to 12. Read with me. After that generation died, another generation grew up who did not know or did not acknowledge the Lord or remember the mighty things he had done for Israel. And the Israelites did evil in the Lord's sight and served the images of Baal. They abandoned the Lord. The God of their ancestors who had brought them out of Egypt. They went after other gods, worshiping the gods of the people around them. And they angered God. Boy, don't, you don't have to declare war with God. You're not, never going to win. But because of not heeding to the instruction of the, of the word of the Lord, you just declared war with God. You haven't said, it but because of disobedience you declared war so what happened generation past and common goal today we have generation Z but we call them the generation what Zion okay whatever that is we want to be able to put a brand and name them positively for the destiny who they are in the kingdom of God they did evil and refused correction serve the idols refuse reproving abandon god and they refuse doctrine discipleship and discipline and as a result god has to raise up again and you breed a people psalm 78 verse 1 and 4. psalm 78 verse 1 and 4. oh my people listen to my instruction open your ears to what i am saying i will speak to you in parables that means i will speak to you in stories that's amazing right god can speak to us to natural stories and today i thought that the testimony of healing and with the two kids that were standing here i mean that was a live story could you imagine what it was going on to their young minds, looking at Mama Elena right here, talking about healing? That's how we pass on to their generation miracles of the working God. You think they will forget that? No. So see how we instruct the next generation, sights and sound, for them to be there strategically, be there intentionally so they can watch us what we do in the presence of God so here we go so we we might be speaking in parables but God tells his story to us through this scripture teach the hidden lessons from the past so God would bring about things in the scripture by revelation by discernment by being sensitive to the working of the Holy Spirit the truth has a way of getting to the present-day narrative there is a narrative that the world is hearing today, but God, by the power of the Holy Spirit, He has a way of giving His truth, His own narrative to the conversation today. Boy, I can tell you stories. Who likes MMA here? I confess, I like to. All right. Could you imagine when a Bible is being read in the octagon? Could you imagine when someone kneels down and pray? Ask brother Ed, someone just did it about a week or 2 weeks ago. So there was this you, you know, okay guys. All right. But could you I could never imagine watching a fight. I I I saw that in many boxing but not in MMA. This guy Brought a red Bible in the middle of the octagon, knelt down and prayed. Wow, how was the see stories like those? There was no Billy Graham there. There was nobody TV evangelist. He was the man of the hour to open his mouth. He prayed the name of Jesus and salvation. You you watch it. I, my pastor friend who likes MMA too say did you see this happen and all of that so there are many ways that the the Lord would be able to raise up a voice okay totally maybe unknown unheard in the church and yet God if God can allow a donkey to talk he can make anybody talk so if you got a problem an alibi and say oh i'm shy i don't come on that's old stuff it will not work with god just better obey and do it so here we go that means it tells me in the narrative of this generation people will have no excuses they are never heard no they will hear why the bible says so because this gospel of the kingdom will be preached and so seeing this that the hidden things that will be taught number three it says he will not hide the truths from our children that means our kids will will be kids with revelation they will have discernment too so never underestimate the child's ability to absorb Spiritual things of God. Oh, that's too early, too soon. No. Be ahead of the video games. Be ahead of any of the other things that they need to learn. All right? And so we intentionally do that. So guess what? When they're still in the womb, mama has a job. Daddy has a job. Dad would read scriptures aloud to the baby in the womb. Mommy gets to worship. Before you put headphones, is that it? Some moms do. You know, they put headphones and the baby would be hearing, you know, the worship. So plenty of stories to tell on how to be intentional of being able to bring the next generation to the kingdom of God. Lastly, he says that that next generation will tell the next generation about the glorious deeds of the Lord. Wow. That means we're going to equip this generation generations to come to keep on telling the same story so that's what our job is in being able to disciple and when we accomplish that number four there has to be a deployment so we send them to the schools we send them uh, today i don't know uh our kids are in cef they are being asked they are being uh not only trained but at the same time exposed to different opportunity to be able to present the gospel so the number four is with this generation take the kingdom of god to all the earth that means the church is not only missional but really intentional on this matter so we're not just receivers of the kingdom we're tellers we are proclaimers of the kingdom of God, to where not only our own territory, but to other territories and beyond. Matthew twenty-four, verse twelve, fourteen says this: Sin will be rampart, rampant. Sin will be rampant everywhere, and the love of many will grow cold. But the one who endures to the end will be saved. And the good news about this kingdom or the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it and then the end will come. So we didn't want to be just an ending game proclaimers, okay? But we are the one who will tell them about why it is going to end because the job has been accomplished. And that time frame is when this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached to all tribes, nation, language, and tongue. Wow, that's a lot to cover, right? So, any more others and missiologists would say a tribe or a people or a nation is reached when there is a church planted or portions of the scripture has been translated into your la- their language become a witness. Or there is someone that is present to proclaim. But whether there is a person involved or not, the Holy Spirit has no limit to reveal himself through nature. So people would ask me through through the years, How? other people in the mountains that were unre- unreached or cannot be reached by the civilization or any type of communication holy spirit is beyond any human limit so he can reveal himself through nature he can reveal himself through the human spirit and open their understanding to the divine god whom we serve together so we are being called to do this to get The word across about the gospel. Number five, it says there in the prayer in uh, Cape Henry, it says, May the land along, may America and the land along with England be evangelists to the world. Wow, could you imagine that we had been called to be evangelists to the world? Luke chapter five, verse five to seven, please. Master, Simon replied, We worked hard all last night and didn't catch anything. But if you say so, I will let the nets down again. And this time, their nets were so full of fish, they began to tear. A shout for help brought their partners in the other side, in in the other boat, and soon both boats were filled with fish and on the verge of sinking so if you see that scripture it gives you a little scenario that when there is obedience to what god has commanded to do that we will have results so no matter how impossible that is in the natural eye to see they have all the complaints they have all the barriers not to do it again why because they have done fishing for the whole night but because jesus said cast your nets again let's give it the last try but because they obeyed they received the great catch of fish with that we begin to receive first not only to see how we invest Okay, into the mission call of the local church. Okay, we invest to the mission call of Heights Worship Center because we know we're, it, we're investing, what we are doing, what we are using with our time. So October 21 again, was that, October? when is light the night? Okay, October 28th. One more time, everybody say October 28th. hands on deck pastor don says and we're gonna get the word out and everybody becomes an evangelist okay when i was say say why because you just share the good news by what by doing what you are assigned to do on that night we had been a wonderful family church that through this events god was using it to train us, to equip us. So we have no business in going to other countries and doing missions if we are not a missionary to our own community. So God will entrust us more, many opportunities in the kingdom if we do it well in our community. So on that day, like the night, it is another test. Second, we are telling our kids. We are discipling. We are modeling by what we do. Okay. Not only because it's, and it's so nice that we do it in a fun time. But it is intentionally as discipleship so that we are able to reach others. Third, we are in partnership with other churches that are here. That's another thing that other churches don't have. They have to go outside of the walls of their church or in their premises or venue to exercise partnership with other churches. For us, we're in partnership here. We're, we have a built-in, in-house partnership in this campus because of other churches. And what a training. So that when we're out there, we knew how to, to relate to the rest of the body of Christ. And because of that, there will be a great harvest. Because of agreement, because of partnership. You, you have to be ready when this spirit of partnership, God would enlarge. The fishermen, the disciples did have no clue and idea that their boats will be full and the other boats will be full yet. They were tied. There was nothing. But because they obeyed God, not only they have that much catch of this, but the other one as well. So I'm ready, God, to be overwhelmed with a catch. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to be overwhelmed whether that happens here, whether it happens in Taiwan, happens in the Philippines, wherever it is. Okay, why? We know what it is to partner in the kingdom of God. And guess what? you are the best partner of heights worship center let me from the leadership of the church and the pastors we express our love and appreciation for all of you that through the years you had been faithful partners of heights worship center we are just saying we cannot do it without you in being able to stand with us true thick and thin all right, through the years of being able to do the work of the kingdom. Hallelujah. So here we go. Number six, towards, it says here that we are to be the deliverer of the good news, become an evangelist. So in the prayer, they included England being their homeland, and then they moved to America. And to say, to be evangelists to the world. I just want to pick on the word being a evangelist okay evangel means good news no wonder we got good news club so you want to be evangelist be part of good news club simple you don't have to do the math right you don't have to break the language it's there okay so make it make it a point i i upgrade and renew yearly With CEF, with Child Evangelism Fellowship, my application so I can be a certified presenter. Uh, I'm not retiring on that. I have no plans of retiring. Okay. So whether that would be the kids, you'll see me, us there, with Sister Rose. And we just want to be where God wants us. And so all of us are immersed in that call to become bearers of the good news romans 1 16 for i'm not ashamed of this good news about christ it is the power of god at work saving everyone who believes the jew first and also to the gentiles so for that simple reason we know that there is an issue that has to be resolved here not being ashamed not being timid no hesitation you have to deal with that barrier because everybody has some type of a hesitation for whatever but if you put in your heart lord i'm gonna do this for you i'm going to obey what you have called me today i am not ashamed to identify myself with a good word with the good news of the gospel of the lord jesus christ so pray for us you know we might have a language barrier But smiles has no barrier Okay, you you may dwell on many of the barriers of communication But when you rely on the Holy Spirit, there will be a lot that the Holy Spirit can teach us on this Okay, lastly it says do the same Can we go back to the prayer again? It says may those who come may those who come here to inhabit join us in this covenant okay can we read it from the top please everybody loud together is this readable for all ready go May those who come here to inhabit America join us in the covenant, okay? If you are a naturalized citizen of America, or you have become a, how how you call that? Yeah, naturalized citizen. Can you flash the, the pledge? Where's that? For everyone who become a naturalized citizen of America, you have to pledge allegiance to the United States of America. I need for you to understand this pledge. If you were born here, you don't have to do a thing. But if you have come here, you have to enter into covenant. Could you you just see the difference? That's the reason why if you're born here in America, you have to be aware. You have more of the right. And for those who just came here and get naturalized or get to be a citizen in America or live here to benefit this land in the same manner, okay? I didn't want to get into the immigration issue. Back into the conversation. Who assigned you to be where you are here today? God. Okay, INS doesn't decide that for you. Now, are you hearing me? God assigned you. You could have been stuck from where you are there if you're not meant to be here. For whatever, and that's the reason why you normalize. Okay, you're being here in this land. To honor this land, respect its laws. Okay, back please. So, did you find the oath-taking? Okay, there you go. I'm sorry, but I need to ask you again to read. To read. The reason being, there is not. I am made aware, I have to read it again. Because during the time when I take my naturalization to become a citizen and all of that, you know, I was nervous, whatever that is, you know, and all of that. But the words that were spoken to be able to join into the covenant. I'm not joining a government of America. I'm joining, I'm letting you go beyond human government. I want for you to be aware of the government of God. Who created America? Whose higher government is? God's government. The government it will be upon his shoulder. And what we, if we can do this to a physical government, how much more we can do it to the government of God? to obey the government of God by his laws, by his word. And so let's read, ready, go. I hereby declare on oath that I absolutely and entirely renounce and abjure all allegiance and fidelity to any foreign prince potentate state or sovereignty of whom or which I have herefore been a subject or a citizen. Then I will support and defend the constitution and laws of the United States of America against all enemies, foreign and domestic, that I will bear true faith and allegiance to the same, that I will bear arms on behalf of the United States when required by law, that I will will perform non-combatant service in the armed forces of the United States when required by law, that I will perform work of national importance under civilian direction when required by law, and that I take this obligation freely without any mental reservation or purpose or evasion. So help me, God. Wow. You can do that. For a human government. Okay, here we go. Just by act. How many of you will put your left hand on the Bible? Imagine, you have a Bible. Come on, everybody. Your left hand on the Bible. And raise up your hand like this. Okay, I'm a citizen of heaven. I will do what your word says, God. I will obey you. So help me. Father Son, and Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Could you imagine? We had been doing something only in the natural. We have been behaving, conducting ourselves in the natural, not realizing there is a higher governing power that we have to make our allegiance to. That means what I'm driving at is that the higher government of God requires more of us to be able to do this. Let me close with a scripture in Ecclesiastes four nine to twelve. And the reason why all of us has been brought from different nations and tribes, language, and people, because God wants us to do this. Worship team, join me, please. Two people, everybody, Ecclesiastes. 4 9 to 12 two people are better off than one for they can help each other others succeed if one person falls the other can reach out and help but someone who falls alone in a, is in real trouble likewise two people lying together can keep each other warm but how can one be warm alone A person standing alone can be attacked and defeated. But two can stand back to back and conquer. You see the premise of the verse? Then the last line says, Three are even better, for a triple braided cord is not easily broken. I need for us to understand, we need you we need each other so whatever is your background or where have you come from today god god allowed you to hear this because first god needs you god needs you for his greater purpose in your life that today you would want to renew your commitment to life you would want to renew your commitment to your existence to who you are because god has a purpose Mama Elena, God has purpose for extending your life beyond cancer. Cancer has no right to take you early in this life. Because God has a program for you. Why? To stand here and testify cancer cannot stop her all right and so there are other things in each of our lives that the enemy wanted to stop us but because god has a destiny say i'm not done with you yet come on get on your two feet you know and follow me because you are a part of a greater kingdom a part of a greater rule of which i want you to be a part of stand to your feet with me hallelujah we're gonna pray we're gonna ask god hallelujah to cross over The whole idea of the narrative on how the first people who came to the shores of America coming from Europe, they cross over the seas to be able to find themselves a new land. For us, we need to cross over from the kingdom of darkness into his marvelous light and today we needed to renew that not only that we cross from darkness into light but we are the bearers of the message of light hallelujah you are in the kingdom of light because you will be a witness you will be a messenger of the light and so what we need to do is say god if there is any other thing in my own heart that still darkness dwell I bring your I allow your light to be brought into every aspect of my life that I would be able to share I open my heart to you that you would shed your light in every aspect of my life that I could be the bearer of the message of life that I can share it to others and even Lord to be able to make a difference in this lifetime that you have called me well, every head is bowed and eyes closed, you would say, God, thank you for letting me know I have a purpose, I have a destiny, and now I'd like to turn over my life to you and I allow myself to be your messenger of light, that I cross over from the kingdom of darkness to your marvelous light, that the sense of mission, not only because I'm in America, but I find myself into the kingdom of light of your dear son Jesus Christ will you say this prayer aloud with me and say dear Lord Jesus I thank you that you brought me out of the kingdom of darkness into your light thank you and now I ask you further that if there is anything in my life that your light has not been brought in I ask it now that there will be no rule of darkness, no rule of sin, no rule of rebellion, no rule of disobedience in my life, but you rule over me, that you are Lord of all of my life. I ask you now to keep leading me so i can become your mouthpiece of the gospel of light that would give hope to many others that needed to cross over from darkness into light use us as a testimony of light make us the salt and light of the world today here now and forevermore for this we pray in jesus name amen and amen thanks for listening to our podcast like us on facebook follow us on instagram and subscribe to our youtube channel visit us in person or online at hwcim.org